Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Quello Concerts. That's Q-E-L-L-O Concerts. Quello is an awesome platform that you can use to stream the world's largest collection of full-length HD concerts and music documentaries on your mobile phone or tablet. That's iOS, Android, or Windows, computer, smart TV, Amazon, Fire TV, PlayStation, Roku, and Apple TV. It's got all kinds of great stuff like Beyonce, Jay-Z, Imagine Dragons, and many more. So go to QuelloConcerts.com slash VIP slash The Read for a free trial. That's Q-E-L-L-O Concerts.com slash VIP slash The Read for a free trial. Thanks, Quello. Go check them out, and let's get the show started. Again, That's right. Another episode of The Read. Mm-hmm. Who are you this week? I am Mrs. White. And yes, I did it. I killed it. I used to love that game. I hated her so much. I wanted to be Miss Scarlet. Flames. She was a floozy. Flames on the sides of my face. (laughs) Breathe, burn, breathe, burning. (laughs) Are you okay? That's how. That's my favorite part of the movie. Oh, I don't think I ever saw the movie. So that whole thing you just did, I had no idea what that was. I just (sighs) played the the game, the board game. You've never seen the movie Clue? No. Okay. Well, it's Sorry. on something. I okay. don't know. I, <laughs> I'll find it. Some show. Whatever. All right. I am Josephine Baker this week in oh, honor okay. of her birthday, which was just a couple days ago. Great. And this is that show that y'all listen to. Yes. So, updates. Detroit was great. Yes, we had a good time. Thanks so much, Detroit, for having us in your lovely city. Detroit was actually spectacular. Um, so many of you, you know, played on the joke of its reputation of being this dangerous city. And I don't know if you thought that I was going to be scared, but <laughs> I just have to inform you or remind you rather that I have never been afraid of the hood. I actually enjoy no. the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy hood things. Yes. Um, I enjoy hood culture. Mm-hmm. So I embraced Detroit and Detroit embraced me and I think that there is an incredible uh, amount of similarities between Detroit and Miami um we went to the club we went to this club called the Woodward yeah um, how was that what did you guys do it was do so there? so terribly ghetto and <laughs> I loved every waking moment of I know it you did. it was just so it was this little hole in the wall club has this like outside terrace everybody is burning and drinking like the strongest drinks like they have these incredibly strong drinks i bought like two long islands for like 16 18 dollars well, it would have been half of that size here in new york city and half of the alcohol right for twice what i paid exactly so thank god for the midwest i mean <laughs> the coney island diner places oh just impeccable food it's all really for just a quarter like, right all this food is like four dollars like oh okay and yep. it was a nice city like they have you know like their darker areas and they have like the more i guess touristy classy areas they've mm-hmm. got like water i we went to go see well we didn't go to see but we happened upon martin's building oh god and the the conniption you had and that was just one of the greatest moments of my life so um you was so hype like did not think you were gonna calm down no that was a fantastic day in america (laughs) so i'll probably be back to detroit 
sometime soon. I don't see why not. It reminded me a lot of Tulsa, too, in that same way. So, I mean, I had a great time. And now uh, looking forward to going to Chicago next week and Los Angeles the week after that. It's like, wow, it's really they had the summer's really coming. They played so much Trina. Oh, so at, the, at the Woodward. Much Trina. Like every Trina song that has ever been recorded. Oh, didn't they know you when you walked in, though? They probably did that for you. No. No. Oh, I thought Dustin said when you walked in, they were like, what's up, y'all? First of all, that's besides any point oh, so that being made here. That did happen then. Okay. And <laughs> as well, also, <laughs> they just like Trina. And I yeah, appreciate that. I mean, everybody does. But maybe. No. No, everybody doesn't. Kaya doesn't like her. Okay. Well, Kaya don't like me, you, Kaya clean pussy, everybody. good hygiene, nothing. So who gives a shit? I'm glad you had fun at the club. And of course, we love Detroit. Thank y'all so much. Somebody, <laughs> this group of girls gave us some, um, what are those, what is Better the food made. called? Better made. Oh my God. Those are so good. Like legitimately delicious. <laughs> like I was mad. What? Detroit, you people. And they taught us the trick of mixing some Moscato with some You know, Hennessy. I feel like the streets... Okay, well, you already told me. Oh, it. I already told you. I it. feel like that I wanted that to be, like, my spiritual connection <laughs> with Detroit, Michigan. Okay. They introduced us to Moscato um, with a splash of Hennessy. And I think you may... Yes, you. You might be judging it. And that's fine. You don't even have to partake. I did. I judged it at first. I was like, mm, who would drink this? I didn't. Sounds like a hood rat favorite. And I said, give me all. But it was actually delicious. Like, I loved it. Like, I kind of, I graduated past the splash. Yeah. Well, so did I. You know. Mm, just had to hit that bottle a little bit. Kind of hard. But. So, yeah. I'm, I actually had, like, mostly Hennessy and then a splash of Moscato. But I still enjoyed it. I didn't think it was bad at all. So, thanks, y'all. Black excellence. There's so much of it. I don't know what happened to the tab, but Black Excellence this week <laughs> is Taylor Townsend, which is, um, who is? An 18-year-old um, tennis player who I think just made her way into the third round of the French Open or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, I saw that on Tumblr. Look at her. Yes. And, you know, so she's shooting on the world. Congratulations to her. She was recently, or like two years ago, I think, in the news because the U.S. Tennis Association said they weren't going to support her because she needed to lose weight. And if you look at her, wow. she doesn't look like the average, you know, skinny tennis player with mm -hmm. the short skirts and all that stuff. But she's slaying. And has been slaying since then. I think that her mom, she and her mom were like, we're going to pay for our travel costs ourselves. And she's wow. been out there with her racket and those balls. So honey. they straight up said that they're not going to... <laughs> Like yeah, but you know they said it in a, I I mean if what I remember correctly again because technical goddamn difficulties fuck the world but if I remember the story correctly they tried to do it as tried to say that you know it was like for her own benefit as an athlete that she needed to lose weight you know for her career and longevity and all of this stuff she was like oh okay girl well I'm gonna go play <laughs> tennis right and that's you do cute what for you, you. I'm gonna mind my business yeah and so they caught fire for that like years ago and there's oh, you know wow. and people still talk about it so it's just another. You know, a little accomplishment for her. Yes, congratulations she just for beat shitting their shit faces. out of some other. I can't remember the other girl's name, but love it. Yes, congratulations to her and so on, such which things go Taylor. And while we're at it, we might as well also congratulate Lupita, who's going to be 
um, in the upcoming Star Wars film. Yes. Which is a huge thing for Star Wars fans, nerds, and, I don't know, the average moviegoer. Whatever. Star Wars, the next one is, like, undoubtedly going to be a blockbuster smash. Shout out to everybody who's going to be watching Star Wars for the first time, because... I actually started it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, no. I wasn't judging, because I have not seen Star Wars either. I think I've yeah like bits and pieces or whatever growing up. I definitely saw like the the one that they did back in '99 or whatever. Yeah, I remember with the I Jar saw, Jar Binks. Yeah, I, I saw that, that one just because I mean they played I was it like, in school. What is this? <laughs> but I had never seen like the original it. one. But I'm a total geek anyway, so I'll totally I'll watch it and you know prepare for yes. Lupita to slay. I hope they give her like scales or something let's just make her look really like her. grotesque because she's gonna look good anyway yeah she is she's still gonna underneath whatever nastiness they put on her you're gonna be like girl you still fine she have like pus dripping out of her Ugh. ears and she's still gonna be fine <laughs> probably she is just beautiful so continue your world takeover boo love you hot topics oh jesus okay so quick um disclaimer I don't care. So <laughs> I just, I haven't given a shit. Um, and I just haven't, I didn't decide to start this week. So, you know, let's just breeze through. Um, All right. The the main two that I really, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are officially married. Yay for that. Um, Justin Bieber said nigga once upon a time. Kel surprise. Twice upon a time. Uh Oh, twice upon a time. You're right. Um... Rihanna. <gasps> Bitch. Oh, my God. Ugh. Rihanna was uh, honored as a fashion icon at the CFDA Fashion Awards, I want to say, last night. Maybe the night before. Something like that. Can't remember. Really recently. recently. Um, and she showed up on the red carpet in a dress custom made by Adam Selman, covered in 216,000 Swarovski crystals. And pretty much nothing the fuck yes. else. She had a fur stole and uh, <laughs> a nude G-string or bikini bot, something like that. Every time I hear stole, I think of the Kelly Rowland song. Every time. It took everything for me not to be like, his life was stole, stole. Just now when you did that. Like, it took a lot. And then I still did it anyway. But Every time sorry. I hear the word stole, I think of that episode <laughs> of Golden Girls where they were robbed and... Dorothy thought that the robber stole her stole, but no one would steal it because it's ugly. But I think that they really did. No, that's what I think that's what Blanche. I don't know. I'm high. Whatever. It sounds like something uh, her mama would say. I don't give a shit. Okay, um, Sophia. Either way, Rihanna looked absolutely stunning. For a second, I forgot that I was gay. And then I was like, oh, yeah, girl, dick is a beautiful thing. So I got over it. Um, but, you know, it was sheer dress. It really looked like she was just covered in like baking soda or like gold metal flour or something. <laughs> right. It was just like a bunch of gorgeous glittery shit. She, I thought she looked amazing and I didn't think her titties were going to be a big deal because this is not the first time she stepped out in couture with her titties out. We have seen Rihanna's titties all we, They were just on a magazine cover like times. a few weeks ago. Like we have seen this woman's breasts so many times. Yes. So many and intentionally. Like she knows that we can see them yeah. It's not, no, it's not a, a nip slip. It's she not knows. a wardrobe malfunction. She's like, they are going to get tit today, <laughs> whether they like it or not. And they're great tits. Yeah. So who gives a shit? Like, 
they're all perfect and she doesn't need a bra to keep them up and they look good in everything or in nothing. So whatever. If I had that body, I would definitely be naked with diamonds all over my ass to kiss my ass. Like I'm Rihanna, bitch. Are you mad? Because she looked gorgeous with the matching head wrap. And And it wasn't even like the thing about all you niggas who are trying to give her shit and say she dressed like a hoe or protect your daughters from Rihanna, whatever. First of all, I'm so tired of people saying that Niggas need to protect their children from this artist and the next. Rihanna ain't got no goddamn kids. Right. Not that we know of. So, <laughs> bitch, raise your ashy-ass bastard your motherfucking self and stop requiring these celebrities to do it. Right. Shit. You need For- to protect your kids from your nasty-ass Uncle Leroy that you know you can't leave nobody around okay, by his you damn really self. didn't even have to. I'm it. saying Rihanna is not a threat to your child. Be be serious about this. Like people acting like Rihanna is corrupting their kids or whatever. Get real. That's not how it works. Like you are the child's parent. If you don't want, and that you media wouldn't know anything about this. Like, I mean, have you seen? I mean, do you know how many <laughs> designs have walked down a runway that are like sheer on top, and the right. models just have their? You can see their breasts. It's just like it's just it's like not even a big deal it's not that's the way the fucking dress was made like (laughs) tits were supposed to be out and it was custom made for her because i'm sure the designer was like hmm who shows tit rihanna does like who gives a fuck she looks fantastic bitch you know that you live for it and if you didn't whatever who cares it's no big deal like aren't you like allowed to walk around new york with your breasts out as a woman anyway yeah you could take your top off in New York, which I think should be the same everywhere. If men are allowed to do it, then, you know, Rick Ross' titties bigger than mine. Then I should be able to go around with my shirt off if that motherfucker can, too. And this shit was not made for your 52-year-old mom in the middle of Ohio or whatever the fuck. Like, this was wasn't, this isn't a going to Target dress. For Robin. Look at her. Look at her and where she is. I feel. I felt like it was appropriate. It blended in with what everybody else was wearing. Like it wasn't just crazy where she was just all done up for no damn reason at the rodeo or whatever. So anybody who has a problem with it just needs to stop paying attention to Rihanna because she ain't going nowhere and she don't give a fuck what you think. Oh, she looked fantastic. I did too. I just every time I see her or she says something, I just start to live more and more for her. So go Rihanna. As far as I'm concerned. <sighs> Augusta Salcina. Now you know what? You know, I didn't realize that he's 21. Is he? Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that August Salcina is one of the people where you were right and I was wrong. Because... Happens. It does. It happens. Not that I was wrong about my opinion about the BET situation, but when you were just like, he comes across as like this asshole type character and blah, blah, blah. You were right about that because... Ever since then, it's been like a news story every week of him being a dickhead to somebody. So, I just August Alcina canceled a show. Well, I don't know if I would say he canceled it, but during a show in Little Rock, Arkansas, okay. very recently, he had a moment where he was crowd surfing um, and someone snatched his hat away from him, I guess. And he refused to continue the show until they returned his hat. You know, on some quote-unquote G shit, all of that, you know, hood vocab and things of that nature. Uh, Of course, the hat didn't turn up, and he called the show off and took his black ass home. Now, here's the thing. Hmm. Apparently, the hat had sentimental value because his now deceased older brother, Melvin, gave it to him as a gift. Wow. And it was a very special hat, and... You are so wrong for that little rock. How dare you? <laughs> you look, you couldn't even try. <laughs> like, you 
don't give a shit. I mean, all. it sucks that you lost this gift that your brother gave to you. I'm sure it really doesn't mean a lot. So I don't want to sound insensitive, although I, you know I don't care. Yeah. I don't. Like, I get that it meant a lot to him. But, sweetheart, why would you wear the hat? to that show if it meant that much to you like i don't know maybe it's something where he felt like i'm gonna wear this hat and so my brother is with me i don't know i don't know him yeah but come on like crowd surfing in a hat you should have gone down the lids champs footlocker <laughs> wherever the hell and got you a snapback a supreme a new york yankees whatever the fuck saints wherever he because he's from new orleans yeah get what some shit for 24.99 and wear that especially if you're gonna go crowd surfing you know they snatch it that's what like, i don't understand why wouldn't you just take it off before you go in the crowd give it to somebody backstage your manager or whoever and just go off in the crowd without a hat on and if my assumption of him and his fan dumb is correct <laughs> then i would imagine if you go on crowd surfing these girls are going to try and snatch your hat oh, yeah. your draws DNA. shoes a skin sample oh yeah like anything that they can get absolutely so why it just wasn't a great idea it wasn't i do feel bad for him though because that doesn't you should be able to go out into a crowd and come back with all of your all things. of your things that is a great point you should be able to that's a good point but i also think if something really means a lot to you keep it at home or in a safe place something like that i would never ever if i had something sentimental like that that somebody i love gave to me or whatever i would never wear it to one of our live shows right Never. Ever. And we don't even jump into right. the crowd like that. Like, <laughs> and even if we did, it would be like, like not even. Like, girl, bye. So, but I still would not just go out in public with it on or whatever. So, I'm I will that say happened. that he did get on Twitter after that and say that he had fun in Little Rock and he loves them. And so it didn't seem like he ended it being all petty. But, sweetheart, sweetheart. I mean, sweetie, <laughs> niece. Daughter. I would have been mad too, but mm. you have to like let all of this hurt go. I don't know what you went through in New Orleans or wherever you're from. You just it was a nigga a lot. from the street trying to sing these tunes about <laughs> pussy and car notes or and how hard it was growing up in Louisiana. Basically, that's what his album is about. Like pretty much sharks. those topics. Yes. Being light skinned, I totally get it. Yes. But you, all of this being angry at the world shit, you gotta, you know, curb it here and there. And I think that'll be fine. He's a relatively new artist. Maybe he's taking some time to adjust to fame. Yeah. So I'll lay off of his back. It is what it is. Take Just that as a as a learning. Leave though. that shit on the tour bus a or lesson. something, bro. Like what the hell? Yeah. I bet you won't do that shit again. Ever in your black ass, light skinned ass life. Mm. Good luck, I guess. Wearing special hats. You just wanted to go against the grain. That's what your ass wanted to do. I bet the heat. No, mm, never mind. Let me not. Because that's probably the next topic or one that you're going to bring up here pretty soon. So I won't get into that. Antoine Dodson said that if his newborn son is gay, he will help make him straight. Why am I here? <laughs> oh. Antoine Dodson. I only wanted to bring this up because <laughs> I'm so tired of all of you queens who have somehow found a new direction in life and chosen to live on the other side of the rainbow. <laughs> but sweetie, leave the rest of us the fuck alone. Because you was just sucking dick not too long ago oh if you God. ain't still doing it today. 
and that's real. And I'm not going to say that no one can be converted because I'm not one of these people who claims to know every fucking thing. And I'm definitely not going to tell you what's going on in your head because you can't do that to me. However, if you feel as though you are straight now and you don't know what you're going through before, fine. Leave us alone, though. And furthermore, your own son. And I think that it's definitely worth mentioning that your baby's mother looks like Pastor Troy. That has to also be said. Someone needs to take that into consideration. Why? Her sideburns fluffier than yours. And you sitting up here trying to talk about like... Really? I'm a Google. She look like fresh. Fre- fre- fresh. Like that. She look like Manny fucking fresh. Both of y'all sitting up there looking like big timers. And you want to tell me that. Because I don't have time for that. Like, it's one thing if you're just not gay anymore and you've just learned, you know, whatever. Fine. But all this, oh, it's wrong. And my son, well, I'm. A, don't do all that shit because you know what you have been through. And I know that you have heard all of that ignorance before. And you probably said, and then some other <laughs> bullshit after it. You clicked your tongue and you read somebody more than thrice. Yeah, I'm sure you did. So don't flip around now because you're trying to stay on TMZ and stay relevant and I don't know, sell a book one day that whatever the fuck. Like, get up out of here. How crazy that a friend of mine came into town the other day and we went out drinking insanely late and ended up talking about like some people we know who have done that exact same thing like have been gay since high school or middle school or birth or whatever else and now it's just like they're enlightened or whatever and they see the other side and they're not and 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 love is love and it happen all the time and actually i don't even really have an issue with that i don't either like you said it just it just becomes a problem when you decide to start being judgmental or hateful towards gay people, that's when it's an issue. Right. And it's especially because you're giving fuel to all of the ignorant ass homophobes out there who tell you it's a choice and all this other fuck shit that you know it's not. But your ass just wants some attention. So now you've given them fuel like, well, Antoine Dotson said... Antoine Dodson, you're going to have to come with a better example than that. Please don't come to me talking you know about sexuality. are going to use Antoine Dodson's goofy ass. They're probably going to give his ass his fucking segment on Fox News, just like they gave Stacey Dash's fucking knuckle dragon ass. Of course they too. did, because they need Stacey Dash, because who else is looking at, like, people are not looking at Fox News to see somebody who looks nice, like Stacey Dash is black and she's relatively cute and she says dumb shit. And so that's pretty much all it takes to get a job at Fox News. I you just need two out of three of those. So fuck Dame her. doesn't care about Stacey Dash. Lord. Cher, Murray, none of them. Not even <laughs> Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy is in heaven right now. Like, girl, I don't care. That's so sad. So I used to love her so much. It makes me sad every time. Yeah. Every time. I see her on Tumblr all the time when I get sad all over again. That's all I have for hot topics. I really don't. I just. Okay. I don't. If you don't give a shit, then you just don't. We'll move on. E3 is coming up. Who? We can just Let's just talk about things that we're actually talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, let's do that. What are we? Yes. E3 is coming up. Okay. E3 is the Electronic Entertainment Expo. It happens once a year. Um, I think that they usually do it in California, but it's just a huge electronic entertainment expo (laughs) but like the focus is usually video games games consoles they also um have uh you think they usually cover tv shows sometimes movies comics like a lot of that kind of stuff but um usually it's like computer tech 
stuff. But you always get to see like the new games that are coming out or the stuff that developers are working on. Um, we talked about this last year, and I told you that I was really hoping that they were going to premiere Kingdom Hearts. Oh, right. talked about Kingdom Hearts 3, and then they did. Oh, wow. We actually talked about that in the studio. I remember this. Yeah. So it's coming out again. Um, it's happening again this weekend, so I'm really excited to see what's coming out. I've got my PlayStation 4 at home. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. I have to give her a name because I just love her so much. And It's here in the city? This um, conference? Or? No, I think it's in California. Oh, oh, right. So you watch it on the internet or something? Yeah, you can watch like when they stream. Like you know how like Apple does. I was gonna ask, is it like the Apple, Apple does like the developer thing? Yeah, mm, they do that. So Sony will do one for like all of their products, like PlayStation and the stuff, and Nintendo has one too. Mm. So you you know you get to see what's coming out yes, for your Wii. I'm excited to see what's. What is, are they gonna come out with a new Mario? I would love a new I Mario. I feel like they come out with several Marios each I, year. I beat the fuck out of that Mario game that I got with that. Did I get? No, I, it didn't come with the game. No. I purchased the with got that separately. Yeah. Right. And I wore it the okay, fuck Okay, well, you out. have to look out for <laughs> Smash Brothers. Right. Okay. And Mario Kart, which just came. You actually need to just buy Mario Kart because that's already. Is that the one you were telling me I need to get? Yes. Okay. Mario. It's Mario Kart. Like you know Mario Kart. Yeah, I know Mario Kart. But it's like Mario Kart on like Molly or whatever these queens Mm. are doing at stage forty-eight these days. Okay. Well, at least highest girls. I can do that. Um, Good. I'm excited. So yes, but then you'll get to see like all the other cool stuff that they're going to be working out. Stuff we didn't even know my was coming and i feel like playstation the playstation 4 needs more hot games right now like i'm playing watchdogs i know a lot of y'all have been t- talking to me about watchdogs how much i love it it's a really cool game but i'm excited to see what else they've been working on and hopefully they'll talk about kingdom hearts some more because i don't even think that goddamn game is coming out it's definitely not coming out this year probably not next year either but yeah. just keep me posted okay. that's all I'm saying did it come out last year when they announced it no they just showed like a tiny teaser for it like oh, oh hey yeah girl we're so listening to you in a few years yeah but that's how games usually end up with E3 it's always just like when they announce something new sometimes you won't actually be able like it won't be in stores for like so, several years oh, wow. it's just their way of saying of acknowledging it and saying this is something that we're working on and I think that fans kind of force Square Enix, the developer of Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. to be like, what the fuck is taking so? So they I showed us like this tiny, be. tiny teaser that was like three seconds long, like that guy, the Cinderella, the Cinderella trailer. Oh yeah, the that's Cinderella a shoe. trailer is just—it's literally a shoe. It and, is and seven shots else. of a glass slipper. <laughs> like, okay, I guess this is coming out. Don't next even year. know who's in it. Like, sweetheart, you could have kept this. Yes. But anyway, it's exciting. It's very nerdy, and I love it. Good. And so we'll see what they're working on. That sounds fun. I can't think of anything I'm excited about. I haven't seen Maleficent. Yet. I was gonna say, except Maleficent. Oh my god, it was so good. I have to see it again. I'm gonna I'm definitely getting, gonna see it in 3D. I'm hearing mixed things. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people. I've actually heard mostly from straight men that they don't like it <laughs> surprise yeah which doesn't surprise me because it, it seems to me like kids movies these days are straight are, adult men not liking a children's movie <laughs> where a dark pixie is fighting a kingdom with like trees and shit duh oh my goodness i don't understand first of all if you don't if angelina jolie is not enough to drag you out of the theaters to go yeah. see this movie then i don't but i mean fine 
I well, I don't know. I don't care about other people's opinions on most things. I fucking loved Maleficent. Chris Brown should go see it. They got the same cheekbones. Oh, and she just got out of jail. Yeah, like just only now. to see Rihanna looking like this. <laughs> like, mm, you get out of jail and pull out your phone, and the first thing you see is Rihanna's titties on display for everybody, and be like, "Well, I'm fuck happy that up." He's out though. Well, yeah. I mean, hopefully he's not going to fuck up. I very much believe That's in redemption. That's the only thing. I do. But believe. how many times have we said he's doing right. well? How you know? So yeah. now it's just like, okay, girl, hmm. we done prayed for you, done locked your black ass up. You writing songs with Elder Barge or with yeah. your Chico, whoever. You've been on everybody's and prayer so, circle, bro. Like it's only so much we can do. It's up to you. Like at this point, Chris. Right. So I do believe he's that people can change. And Karuchi. yeah, okay, well, lots of support. That may be a problem, but who knows? I just hope Chris can stay out of shit. Like, just don't go back. Don't give them a reason to put your ass back. That's all. If he hasn't learned at this point, he's never going to. You know, that may be true. And, and I, I think that he really, like, I think that he honestly, and for like the last, for the last few years, he has gotten it. He's mm-hmm. gotten it. I think that he just has issues with keeping it there. Yeah. But I don't think that he's just been like, fuck free. I'm just going to do what I want to be a dickhead. I definitely think he was like that for quite some right. time. Oh, yeah. And it's contributed to most of his problems. But over the past like year or so, I think he's definitely just been trying his best and just fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> but mm, I think he he's still got to go on he's trial. had some issues with anger where like he's kind of not been yes. all the way in control of it. But he at least knows that he should be doing better. I don't know. Don't mistake me for a Chris Brown apologist. I just want him to do better. And I do. I, do. I, I want him to succeed. But I, I want him to do it himself. Zoe Banks is coming. Okay. She shot some videos this weekend. Did she? So excited for her. Okay. Yeah. That is nice. That mm-hmm. is very nice. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm that's all I what? Mm. Did you see Beyonce at Chime for Change? No. Rewind. Oh, First we, of all, Beyonce does Chime for Change all the goddamn time. I know. She wore a white pantsuit, her hair was late, she looked fucking flawless. Oh my god, surprise. Beyonce's perfect. I was gonna bring up Solange and how she looked like Diana Ross, but Oh my goodness. Let's Solange go back to Azilia Banks. <laughs> no shit. Okay. Let me tell you something. No, no, I really want to hear about this because I'm trying this new thing where I'm not mean to artists for no reason. <laughs> And no, I, I think that you've been mean to Azalee Banks for a reason. I mean, no, I had a reason. Like, she has an attitude problem. But it's only so long you can talk about somebody for the same thing. So I'm letting it go. Okay, you don't have no she edges. She's ducked. She's, she has been keeping it cute. Mm, she has been laying off, laying low. Mm, okay. And I think just definitely just working. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to put her stuff out. The thing about it is, Azalee Banks... I completely understand why so many people don't like her because yeah. of social media, because she just doesn't be quiet. She says whatever the fuck she wants to. I ain't like her once upon a time for that very same reason. But I enjoyed her music so much that I just remember it at being one day just being like, I don't even hate you no more. Like I just, <laughs> I just, this mixtape goes off. I just love this song. Like I just, I can't do it anymore. And she's just like, okay, cool. The thing, like you cannot, you can't really judge. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't really judge a person based on, their social media accounts because when i like when i because i liked her music so much it was it put me in a place where i could give her a chance and just be like let me figure out why she is so aggressive right on twitter all the time read this article about her when she covered spin magazine that gave me some insight and also like i've met her she's a very bright 
very, very, very bright girl, and she's very nice. I just don't think that she she just honestly doesn't give a fuck how her opinion affects her her, uh, the way people perceive mm-hmm. her like she just says whatever she wants to and it's not for the sake of attention not in my opinion i don't think it's in it's not for like attention or for follows or whatever she just says whatever the fuck she wants to and she doesn't care if you get mad about it mm-hmm. and i don't agree with everything she said i don't agree with all her practices but i've you know i know now i just it, i see her from a different perspective than a lot of other people do and i don't blame you from seeing for seeing her from that place. And I also wouldn't blame you if you don't really like her music because her music's not like everybody else's music. It's different. Yeah. So fine. But I mean, I just can't. <laughs> I just, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited because she has logic and she has a very incredible amount of insight into a lot of the things that she talks about. And I think that she's a really cool girl. I do. Plus, she has made millions. Okay. And millions All of right. dollars. And like what you said at the Detroit show, like, oh, like you don't have anything. You don't like you talk all this shit, but you don't have an album. You all like all you have to show for it is a mixtape. It's like a million, like millions and millions of dollars. So if you feel like you made it, then say that most Americans probably. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Like I completely understand why she wouldn't give a fuck because if her career continues to go the way that it has for however many years, like the bitch will put out this album, it could flop and sell two copies, and she'll tour off of that same album for another two years and make more money, and then do whatever the fuck she wants to. She doesn't give a fuck about being a top forty artist anyway. I think that she has an incredible amount of talent for her to be a twenty two year old with a lot of the the views that she like the lot of the things she says even if you don't agree with it you have to respect the fact that she is coming from a real place that's just how i feel about her and what you won't do anyway is judge me for being a fan i've never judged you for being a fan. i'm not talking about you i'm talking oh. about whomever the fuck because bitch i like it i okay. live for her that's all i'm saying that's fine i mean like i said if you think that you've made it and and you don't have anybody else to about impress thinking then... that you made it no no, no. Just... i'm not talking about you i'm talking about her no like, yes because i don't, I don't think, think you should get on that. the. i don't think you should get on the internet and say whatever the fuck and not care what people think if you still want people to support your shit i feel like if you don't give a fuck what anybody's feels about the things you say then you need to be careful but about what you say still do support her stuff i just don't think that she i don't think that she cares to have i have like, seen azealia banks destroy or appear to destroy who knows what happens behind closed doors relationships with producers and artists because she was acting a brat on the internet so possibly. so but if azealia banks feels like she's made money she's got enough success she has the fans or whatever then i, I don't, don't think, think she should be concerned is, with what like i feel like if you get to to bring up rihanna again if you get to rihanna level of success which i would consider rihanna successful and and rihanna gets on twitter and says whatever the fuck she wants i understand that because who does she have to prove herself to what at this was point? maya angelou's quote about success i don't know so i don't know i think she said something like success is when you love yourself and what you do and how you do it or something like that and i think that okay i think that really it's not just about the thing is i don't think that she cares like i don't think that she cares about being top 40 or about people not liking her because she said something that she honestly feels and you don't have to agree i don't again i don't agree with everything that she says or the fact that she always says something because even i will shut the fuck up sometimes she doesn't feel that way but because i i see her from a a point 
past just her Twitter account. I get it. And so it's just like, if you feel like you have done, and she still has an incredible following, like for someone who has talked so much shit and broken so many relationships and acting out, for you to still have so much anticipation by hardcore fans that still want to hear your album and like still booking shows all over the fucking world, like that's a lot for a 22, 23 year old black girl who so many people can't like, don't like. Like, I just think that. It says something. And I don't think that she's satisfied or feels like she's successful. I think that she just does not mind people disliking her because, you know, she just feels like I'm going to say what I want and live in my truth. And bitch, if you don't want to buy my album, that's fine. I'm still going to make my... She just wants to make music and release it. That's all. And I like her. Okay. That's fine. I just... mm, I don't... I feel like if you... If you're... If you want to grow, if you want to grow in popularity, grow your album sales, grow your concerts... Grow if you want to continue to grow monetarily, then you need to at least give a sliver of a fuck about what the general population thinks. About I don't you. disagree with you at all. So I just and so that's why right, that I'm way. sure she doesn't. And but that is just one of I don't I don't care for Azalea Banks' music. So it's not like I'm going to be that's a fan the other thing. anyway. But I can look past her music. If it's an artist, you know, I, I don't have to like everybody's music. But, you may, but if I feel like you have a bad attitude, then I'm going to point out your badass attitude. And, like, I have seen people turn against you for your attitude. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. There are people who honestly cannot rock with your music because of your attitude. And that's fine. It really is. Because see, it doesn't matter. That. It doesn't matter that you make anybody happy but you. So if Azealia Banks is happy getting on the Internet and saying whatever she wants to and being utterly fuckless, then that is great for her. But I don't think she should also turn around and be like, well, why don't Pharrell or Lady Gaga or whoever the fuck else fuck with me anymore? And why do I get so many hate tweets or whatever else? Like people are reacting to what she, she put out say there. That. I know I'm saying like, well, first of all, I don't know because she blocked me from Twitter a long time ago. But I assume that she does not get on Twitter and talk about all the people who are hating on her or whatever. I Again, I'm not sure, but it just seems silly to me to want to do more like financially, but then also not give a fuck what the public thinks about you. Maybe it's because I just I really enjoy music, period, and variety, a variety of genres of music. And she doesn't make music like everybody else. And so I understand, first of all, that other people are not going to understand it because all y'all motherfuckers is listening to. Well, not to say all of you, because but a lot of people who may have something to say, like, what are you what are you listening to, first of all? Like, and then secondly, the music that she makes is like when I okay, let's take this as an example. When I first introduced you to SZA, your face was screwed up, but now you like her. And yes. then the same thing about who the fuck was the other one? Janae Aiko. Janae Aiko is the other one. But the difference, but they don't make they don't make like the same like generic kind of songs. Everything produced by DJ Mustard, which I mean, shout out to DJ Mustard, I love him. Everything got the same fucking beats per minute. All these goddamn songs sound exactly the fucking same. Iggy Azalea's Black Widow song, and it's no shade to her because I like Iggy as a person. But her song Black Widow sounds the exact same as fucking Dark Horse. I bet you they make it a single. I bet you they make it a single. Because it sounds just like some shit that's on the radio right now. That is boring. We don't want to hear that all the time. That is another reason I like her. And besides... I just like, and, and the, her music was actually what made me give her a chance because I hated her. And right. then I was like, I love the music so much, I just can't even do it anymore. Carrie Hilson was the opposite. <laughs> I liked her, and I liked her music, and then I hated her, and then the music. So it's just like, 
But the difference between it's still part of the album, and I, if it's good, I'll say it is. The difference with SZA and Janae Aiko is that when I listened to whatever first project or earlier projects I heard of them, I was like, mm, I don't really rock with this. But then I heard the stuff that they put out recently and I can see like the growth and the difference in their music. And I love it. Like even if I sit there and compare and contrast like older music of theirs, I will go back to the newer stuff. So it doesn't surprise me that I didn't like them when you first introduced me to them because their music to me doesn't sound the same. Or I mean, it sounds the same, but I can tell a very noticeable difference in quality in the later projects. So what? Whereas Azealia Banks, I just have not heard anything of hers that I like, and all the songs y'all on the internet tell me to listen to, I think all of them are garbage. So it just doesn't work for me that way. But whatever, go black girls, go Azealia Banks, go. See, I see I'm being so nice. Don't We're gonna you? take a break. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Crystal, and make sure you head on over to Audible, audiblepodcast.com slash read, where you get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Audible membership includes your first book free, and you can choose from more than 150,000 titles like John Grisham's Sycamore Row or Stephen King's Dr. Sleep, Stephen King, one of my personal favorites. There are no strings attached. You can easily change or cancel your plan at any time, and after your free trial, you get one book a month, your choice for just $14.95. If you're not happy with the choice you made you can exchange it for another title anytime no hassles of course audible works on so many different devices so head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash read download a free audiobook and try that free 30-day trial you can do something useful on the train or your commute like reading a book or listening to a book instead of playing games on your phone and being uncomfortable next to somebody who is really too close to you so again audiblepodcast.com slash read head on over enjoy that free book and that free 30-day trial, and let's get back to the show. Okay, we're back. Yes, we are. As always, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com, and it just may be read on the show. Let's see. Our first question comes from Anonymous, and it says, I work for a small company, and I'm ready to move on. I have three bosses, a husband, wife, and their child. As you can imagine, that limits my potential for both promotions and raises. I've been here for two and a half years, and I feel like it's time to really start a career instead of bouncing from job to job. Most of my friends and parents tell me not to worry so much about this, but they don't understand that I see these people every day, no details about their personal lives, and they see me as part of the family. I've been looking for a new job for some time and telling my bosses that I have doctor's appointments when I'm going on interviews. I know this is a bad time for them to be shorthanded due to them having enough family drama to fill six seasons of a novella. My question is, should I keep going for what I want or should I put their needs before mine? I'm in my late 20s, recently married, and my husband and I are starting to think about our future and doing things like buying property and getting a retirement account, two things I could never do on my current salary. If I do get this job, how do I quit without revealing that I've been lying to them this whole time and not burning any bridges that I would like to keep? Read our first question again. Should I keep going for what I want or put their needs before mine? Anonymous, what do you think I'm going to say to that question? Put your needs, put their needs before yours, girl. That's what, that's what I'm going to suggest (laughs) to you. No, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I understand that, you know, it's like a small family environment. It's their business, the families. Yeah, evidently. It's like the three bosses. You don't want to work there anyway forever, especially if they're not going to promote you. Do what's best for you. You recently married and your husband, you say you and your husband are thinking about your future. I'm sure that you're going to want a nice family and stability and all that kind of stuff. 
So start thinking about all of that stuff now and preparing for all of that stuff now. That means that you got to tell your bosses that you're ducking off to go to the doctor or, or Pinkberry or Bible study or whatever it is. Don't use Bible study. Don't lie. Oh, no, Jesus. Don't. Um, but if you are going go do what is best for you. And a smart person once told me that a true businessman slash businesswoman will respect business so that means Mm -hmm. if they're really about their business if they're really business-minded people they will respect that you did you made the best business decision for yourself and if they don't tell them to suck your taint who gives a fuck bitch you need to be out here doing you right also if they treated you like a member of the family then you probably would not be underpaid and looking for another job because I doubt very much that any of them is looking to break away from the family business and go work for somebody else. So they don't actually treat you like a member of the family. And again, I understand like you may feel some sort of loyalty to them, but this is about you and your husband and your life together and your future. So I feel like it's best for you to go for, you know, what is going to further your career? What's going to be best for you? What's going to challenge you? Some place where you have opportunity to grow is scary. I know to leave something familiar and go somewhere else, but you can't have like a great payoff without taking a great risk. So I think it's a good idea to at least go out and see what else is out there. If you do get another job, I mean, there's nothing you can do to stop them from having hurt feelings. Like if their feelings are hurt, then they're just hurt. But you should still at least be courteous given the two weeks to four weeks notice that you're going to be quitting and, and moving on. But other than that, you can't be too worried about their feelings. Like it sucks that it's time for you to move on, but hell, that's life. Like it's just time for you to go on and do your own thing. So you knew what the hell we were going to say to answer this question, girl. Go get whatever the Well, fuck you I want honestly feel like 98% of the people in the inbox know what we're going to say with these questions. Like there's no way you're surprised by the shit we say, but y'all ask anyway. So our next question comes from Desi. And it says, I've always considered myself straight with a teeny question mark because I've had major crushes on several women, mainly some of my closest friends. Okay. This is complicated because I have the most amazing, gorgeous boyfriend who adores me and I love him. We've been together for eight years and I have a feeling he's going to propose soon. I recently treated myself to a solo 30th birthday trip to America where my best friend lives and met a girl who I consider a friend now. We made out in the club one night and it was super intense, but nothing else happened. And the next day we didn't talk about it and acted like nothing had happened. We exchanged numbers and hung out a lot, but just as friends. As far as I know, she's straight and I'm not in love with her or anything, but the experience has me questioning my sexuality big time, which is in all caps. So, you know, it's real. I can't stop thinking about how I felt and wanting to go further. I've been avoiding my boyfriend since I got back. He knows when I'm hiding something and I'm scared he will get the truth out of me. What should I do? Am I bisexual? Should I explore this somehow? I can't tell my boyfriend until I'm sure what's happening to me. I'm a little panicked. Please help. Yikes. Okay. Well, I have um, some great news. Um, news, I think, will set your mind at ease. Um, you're not dying. You don't have Jesus. any tar- like terminal disease that I know of. No, doesn't sound like it. Um, you made out with a girl. Um, and that's pretty much the blackest end of it. If you are not sexually attracted to women, mm-hmm. but you are sexually attracted to men, such as your boyfriend, then I would say you're straight. Here's the thing about sexuality. <clears throat> it is so complex and so complicated. And I think that that is a big part... I think that people should 
acknowledge that more. People are so quick to say gay, gay, gay. And even if you're talking about a transgendered person, a bisexual person, what gay. Like people who are just ignorant just think of it as gay. Mm-hmm. And it's not. <laughs> why right. do you think there's all these goddamn letters? <laughs> LGBTQIF, F1, F2 shift, double, <laughs> like all of this. There's so many. And so like, where do you think that comes from? If you would take some time. This turned into something else. I'll get right back to you, sweetheart. Okay. If you would take some time to set your own ignorances aside and read a goddamn book or get your ass on Wikipedia and just, even for your own knowledge, try and do some research about this, you might enlighten yourself a little bit and be like, you know what? I never knew such and such. And it might bring, you might not agree with it still if you don't agree with whatever. But you have to understand that even me as a gay male, I don't get a lot of it because I, again, cannot dive into your mind and tell you what you think or how you feel. Mama, if you like pussy, if you think that you may like pussy, try it out. You never know. Don't limit yourself. (laughs) I don't know. I can't tell you. There, I think that girls, women are... Women don't get beat down by society so much um, for experimenting with their sexuality. Like, women are so much freer to go to the club and make out with each other and rub tits and, you know, compare nipples or whatever the hell, Mm -hmm. and no one thinks anything of it. That's why I'm sure a lot of you lesbians be so over these fake gay girls who be coming in (laughs) and talking about, oh my God, I love it, and sitting in your lap and all that stuff, and they're not trying to put out. Girl, take your ass down. (laughs) Like so, can I get your number? You'd be like, "Oh, I'm going home to my oh, boyfriend." Yeah, not really. Well, then take your ass out of the gay function. Bitch, get off my lap, right? Like, what are you? Even, like, what are you even why doing? The fuck you anyway, yeah. again, that has nothing to do with anything. But um, I don't think that it's anything that you need to panic out, panic about, or freak out about. If you find that you know you find sex- girls sexually attractive, then that's something that you just talk to yourself about. And it may not even be that you're bisexual. I mean, if you find men and women but attractive, then you're probably bisexual. I mean, that's how it works. But you make that decision for you. Maybe you just have girl crutches, girl crushes, or you're bi curious, or whatever. Um, your boyfriend probably won't mind. Most straight dudes don't. Oh, um, Lord. you never know. He may feel a way that you made out with some girl and hid it from him. Yeah, now. that would be a problem. Like, I feel like if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't make out with somebody else, regardless of that person's sex or gender. So that was fucked up of you. And I do think you should say something to him about it. But as far as your sexuality is concerned, yeah. like, if you if you made out with this girl and all of a sudden it's like all you can think about and you're so curious and all this other stuff, then eventually you're going to have to have a conversation with your Like boyfriend. if you got wet, then it's serious. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't like want to say it, but when... that, yes, if that is the reaction that you had, then maybe you need to think about what these, what girls can do for you. Maybe, right. <laughs> maybe that's it. And don't, I would, yeah, yeah, don't tell your boyfriend, yourself. tell your boyfriend how you're feeling and, and, um, what happened. Um, and deal with consequences of that. I don't know that he'll mind if you're, you know, interested in in ladies, and you're not even hundred percent sure if you're interested in ladies. But I think that's something that the two of you can work out together, sweetheart, and you will be just <laughs> fine. And it doesn't even again sound like you're hundred percent sure how you feel. No. So if he's just like, I want you to be with me and not be interested in girls, then just be with him. You said he's fine. Yeah. Dick so. seems like it's good. You ain't complaining, so. Yeah, I mean, if you feel like exploring it, then explore it. If you don't, then don't. But I don't feel like you should just, like, hide it from yourself or try to ignore that you don't feel that way. But then also don't 
you know, run off with your boyfriend and get eloped the next day. Like there's a middle ground here. Just talk about it. And then, you know, but really, ultimately, it's up to you whether you there's decide to do something about it. A, a, a joy and a beauty in vagina that even my I myself don't know. But that's because I'm not interested. <laughs> um, but you seem to be and explore that. You only live once. Yeah. Who knows? So let's move on. Hopefully that helped. Our last question comes from Anon and it says, I am a crazy huge fan of you both and I'm so happy for your success. I got teary eyed when I saw you on Watch What Happens Live because oh. I've been following the podcast. Oh, isn't that nice? That's very sweet. And following Kid Fury since his early YouTube days. How nice. My question is about something that Crystal posted on Instagram a while back that said obscurity is not part of my purpose. That statement knocked the wind out of me. It made me realize how much I hold myself back from going for my dreams because the comfort of anonymity is so safe. Being unchecked by criticism and haters is easier than going for it and maybe failing publicly. My dream is to be a a writer and make a difference with my words. Do I have to turn into an extrovert to be comfortable with attention and ultimately criticism? You have both skyrocketed, girl, to success so fast. That ain't it. And I wondered how you deal with the spotlight and wearing your hearts on your sleeves. Thank you both again. Skyrocketed. Girl, to success? I mean, like, I'm not trying to downplay this show. We're very grateful for everything it's done, but I don't think we would call it, like you know some big beyonce feed or anything you don't need to be extroverted um i'm very introverted i think i talk about this all the time especially when i'm around people that i don't know or that i'm not comfortable with i sit right here in my head and i don't think that it's a fault at all it's just the type of person that i am um and i'm good on me so i just it doesn't bother me at all um i don't think that you need to be, you know, the center of attention or be this huge outspoken person to deal with criticisms and stuff. Like, everyone is afraid of criticism. Everyone is afraid. Or everyone, even if you're not afraid of it, you have to deal with it. And you're certainly hoping that the criticism will be positive. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's really just about getting to a place where you're comfortable in yourself and what you're doing and what you're creating. Um and I think through that, you just learn not to give a fuck. Like, I don't know. I don't heard so much shit about me that is either True. untrue or I just don't even really give a fuck. So it's just like, <laughs> mm. okay, girl, what else? But you it know? takes a certain person to even be able to deal with that. Because there's a lot of people who can't deal with people telling lies about them or spreading rumors about them or whatever the fuck else. Like, it just takes, it takes a lot. But how do you get to a place where you are like... Beyonce, Rihanna, the Obamas, whoever, like these huge people that are always being dogged, always being lied on. Right. Always, and they still walk around with their heads up. Well, it seems to me if you have like millions, then you wouldn't care. It, that just that just seems to be but my even perception. When even when let's say Destiny's Child days. Okay. Survivor. You know what I'm saying? Like this, she took the shit that everybody was talking about her and they turned it into this song and it was just like look I don't and then you hoes bought it and, and tried to be like her in the it. video <laughs> like, right wow go Beyonce Ugh. so it's just I don't know I think it's a state of mind and I'm also extremely critical of myself yeah so. it helps that I already tear myself down far more than yeah, any of you ever could it. so if you're not, if you're not that type of person and if you are easily offended or easily hurt i guess is a better way to put it or really sensitive like i just feel like some people even though they're very talented they should just limit themselves on 
or limit the amount of feedback that they can receive from people. Like, I feel like there are some people like Janae Aiko should probably not be on Twitter because she cannot deal with the criticism that comes from people when she has a performance that maybe isn't her greatest or whatever. Like she gets defensive and reacts and starts saying all this shit online. It's just like, girl, are you not, are you not able to deal? That's the thing about it though. That is dreadfully annoying. It is because when you get to a certain place, people feel as though, Oh, why are you responding to all of that negativity? And why did it, if you, Listen, and I'm not saying that you should respond to negativity because a lot of times I don't. But sometimes I'm in the mood and I have a great read and I'll come and snap back on your ass and you're going to shut the fuck up on today. Okay. That's how I feel about it sometimes. Yes. But if you can say whatever the fuck you want to me about whatever it is I said I or whatever it is I did, I should be able to come right back and say whatever the fuck I want to you. And I think that I don't know if she, you know, is just sensitive. I'm sure she is. I think that she has said before that she is mm-hmm. sensitive. I don't get it. I'm sensitive, too. Yeah, I read that in an interview. Um, but I feel like, you know, it's just kind of unfair. Well, not, I don't know. It's just it a part of life. When you get to a certain status, it's just like people are going to beat up on you and people are going to say whatever the fuck they want to say and you just got to sit there and take it. Because if you say anything back, you petty or you don't deserve the success that you have or yeah, whatever the that's, fuck. That is shitty. Like, so you can't even, it's like no matter what you do, people are going to have something to say. If they they have something to say off top anyway because of your performance, if you clap back, then it's going to be something even worse. But I feel like if you are particularly sensitive, then it's harder for you to ignore it. I feel like there are some people in this world who they can just kind of grow a thick skin and let shit roll off their back. And as they go through it more and more, it just gets easier and easier. And then I feel like there are some people who are just really sensitive and can't take it. And it hurts every time. I like I think there's a both out there. Yeah, I'm just at the point now where I'm just like, okay, girl, well. So, yeah, the more you put yourself out there, the more criticism you open yourself up to. And if you know that you're the type of person who can't handle that, like it'll really honestly hurt your feelings and put you in a bad mood for the rest of the day or whatever, then I do think you should. I do think you should be careful about the amount of. Your ass ain't going to go nowhere in life. That's true, too. Like, that's I mean, there's there's two sides to it all the time. Like you, you put yourself out there, but that's the risk you take. You know, you for success. You might as well train your ass up, chew some tobacco and get hard, bitch. Or you could just work and do regular shit forever. But if you're going to try, if you're going to do something big, create an empire, if you're going to try and change the world, do something that really matters, like across nations or whatever. And yeah. honestly, I mean, I'm sure not everyone wants to do something huge for the world but i feel like there should be more people who do aspire to do something big and that doesn't mean being famous it means just making a difference Mm -hmm. and if that is you and you want to do that then you have to also be prepared for people to be absolute dipshits because you can literally cure every disease tomorrow and do it with a huge smile on your face and say nothing like I, I in the i think i said in the detroit show that after maya angelou after she passed there was some conservative white writer oh, woman Lord. who said something slick about her and said that she was overrated and her writing sucked or whatever and it was like girl you don't even understand how to capitalize any of these letters <laughs> like like so what do you but it's just something Nobody to say like right. for, and what you know somebody will always have, have something to say you know always. a perfect story but she changed so many lives and say like, even like who 
It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. Someone is going to hate on you. So yes. you might as well tell them to cut both your balls and suck them. Or, you know, you can cower in a corner. I mean, I understand both sides of the fence. Even yeah. sometimes today, people will say things that will hurt my feelings. And then I will snap out of it in like 30 seconds because, girl, <laughs> I literally just got a check. <laughs> like, so, yeah. I don't sit here and do nothing but talk shit. You don't have to turn into an extrovert. Neither one of us um, is an extrovert. We're both very, like, private and like to keep to ourselves and just be at home and like we're just that way i can definitely spend time by myself and be completely utterly happy like just in total bliss it's so. like that meme one week they hate you the next week they no one week they love you and the next week they hate you both weeks i got paid that's true look at it like it don't really let them talk they shit let them talk it if you're doing something good then you know the then what you hear you you will hear more positive than negative but the negative is always gonna be and there, that's yeah and you have to also take that into consideration too because sometimes we we ignore all of the positive feedback that we get from people and focus in on that one rude bitch there'll be like three thousand i'm just saying a number yeah. there'll be like three thousand <laughs> people who are like you are awesome I love, yes. you know, this project this that so you did. Real. Or I loved the statement that you made at whatever college or I took your class. Or whatever. Like, there'll be so many people who come to you and say how you changed their lives or changed their outlooks or made them laugh or whatever. And it'll be one hating bitch. Mm-hmm. And that bitch will cancel out all of the three. And it's not right, but it's like. real. And it's just some dumb shit that we have to snap out of sometimes and be like, girl, I don't give a fuck about you or what you have to say to me. I'm over here. Like, look at all these girls standing up behind me. Right, like I actually don't like, even understand your They live for me and I live for them and we live for each other and we're all having a good time. So you can sit over there and be mad over in the corner with your dust bunnies if you want. Yeah, you but don't have to You don't have to be on my team. You don't. I'm good. It's fine. As long as you secure yourself, then whatever. Fuck what anybody else has to say. All right. That's it. So that wraps up our questions for this week. Send yours to asktherita at gmail.com and we'll be right back. Hey guys, if you have not already, please head on over to www.podsurvey.com slash read. Help our show stay free by completing this short anonymous survey. It takes no more than five minutes and your answers will help match our show with advertisers that best fit the sensibilities of our show and you lovely listeners. Of course, we will not share or sell your email address and everyone who completes the survey is going to be entered into an ongoing monthly raffle to win a $100 Amazon gift card. I know y'all have stuff you want to buy on Amazon. So again, head on over to podsurvey.com slash read to take our survey and get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, we're back and it's time to wrap the show up um, with our reads. And this week, I would like to address the Bieber situation. Sort of. Not really. Kind of. Probably. Okay. No. Yes. Um, this isn't for Justine um herself. This is more directed towards some of the folks around her, um, as well as a few of you others. So after the videos leaked, or after the first video leaked, of Justin saying the word nigga during some stupid joke. Um, that A is old, is like much older than him, and B never been funny. Maybe it has been. No. Like I'm just like, at what point was I supposed to chuckle? 
like it's one of those jokes that white people tell each other <laughs> in like private though and mm. laugh it's funny to them it's funny to them but it's like girl a camera was right on your face like sweetie anyway I don't have time for Bieber or any any of his antics. Like, I've already told you that he wants nigga wrapped in a bow for Christmas. Like, that's exactly what, like, I honestly feel like he would trade it. Like, if God was like, sweetie, <laughs> if God came down in a chariot made of diamonds and, like, cinnamon oh toast crunch, oh my God. he would say, sweetie, I can let you live your life the way that it is. <laughs> Or I could take away all of your millions and make you like a relatively popular black kid. Like I feel like he would switch places with a little twist. Just to be black. He would be twist and he would allow twist to be like I do. I feel like other artists like Miley Cyrus just kind of like ratchet shit, but never would ever change. Right. <laughs> like because at not. the black bottom line, I still have all of the privilege. I don't think that Bieber I think Bieber really wants to be a nigga. Anyway. Um, this is directed more towards like his ex bodyguard and Floyd Mayweather. And for the love of God, I don't know why Floyd Mayweather just won't leave us all alone. You already done been in the news seventeen times the past three days, girls. We don't need to hear no more from you. But all these people coming forward who have either worked with Justin Bieber or are friends with Justin Bieber talk about he's not racist. First of all, who asked you? That's like first and is also foremost, who asked you? Like I don't know, did TMZ or any of these like paparazzi people, did they approach you somewhere for comment? I don't really know. All I know is I've seen these headlines and I've heard all these all this talk about all of these niggas saying that Justin Bieber ain't racist just because he's saying nigga. Look, first, we don't care. No one asked you for your, your input. I don't give a fuck about how you feel about your friend or your ex-friend or your ex-client. And Right. I don't care how you feel about it. That's first. Secondly, and most importantly, people need to acknowledge there is a difference between racists and racist shit. Just because you you may not, you don't have to be racist to say something racist. The same way you don't have to be homophobic to do something homophobic. You don't have to be a misogynist to partake in something that is misogynistic. Yes. So... We know the nigga's not racist. Like, we know that he is not. I mean, I don't think that he's racist. Again, I think he would love nothing more to be an actual nigga so that he can run around and Jesus. say nigga as much as he wants. Probably. I'm sure that he has plenty of black friends who permit him to say the word in their presence. He has plenty of black friends in the industry who, who say he's the blackest person they know. Which boils my oval teen over like none other stop gassing this young man to think that he is really out here living his life like gucci man or something like you know, <laughs> you're fucking up his like psychological health <laughs> i'm sorry it's just gucci like justin you really not about this life like so save all of this shit anybody said like i mean i'm sure blood people are accusing justin bieber of being racist but if you have any kind of sense i'm sure you know that he is i don't think that he is prejudiced against black people i think that he knows and even knew at 14 15 years old that was some dumb shit to say and he had no business saying it and he definitely had no business saying it on film 
Right. Do I think he's racist? No. I think he said something fucking racist, and I think that he should deal with the consequences for it. I don't give a fuck about that damn think piece that his camp re- <laughs> released talking about he was a child and whatever the fuck. Bitch, you don't know the difference between a film and a movie. Like, what, Good night. Didn't that in that fucking when the DA whoever the fuck interviewed him and they said, "Oh, we're gonna go to oh, the film right. now." He's like, "Is this a film or is this or is this whatever?" Like, what said. are you confused about it's right like, now, Justin Bieber? How high you are don't you? realize you do realize that this like we're talking it's about still a a piece of film. Like it's not you it's, have film. Film you have film. It's a movie. How it's do you not? Film. It's so a, you want me to think that <laughs> you want me to believe that you wrote anyway? Okay. It's fine. But the point is, let that young man defend himself. Stop trying to come to his defense talking about he's not racist. Bitch, we know he's not racist. He said something fucking racist. And he needs to deal with it. So mm-hmm. shut your ass up and let him deal with it. Thank you. Amen. Let the church say it. Yes. Shit, and we're done. Like, I mean, and while I'm on the top the the subject, I will also say that we should all take um, Jonah Hill. Um Use his use him as an example for how you apologize for offending somebody, some people. Because Jonah Hill was just recently in a bunch of trouble. I think some paparazzi or some person pissed him off somewhere, and he said something like "suck my dick, faggot." Mm. Yes, so they hung his ass up. To I die. don't know who Jonah Hill is, but that sounds bad. You don't know who Jonah Hill is. No, Super at first bad. I thought he was one of the Jonas Brothers, but that don't that don't make no sense because his first name wouldn't be Jonah, <sighs> or his name would be Jonah Jonas. Super bad. I don't know what that Moneyball. is. Moneyball. No. He was in um, Wolf of Wall Street. He played oh. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> best friend in the movie. The one who fucked his cousin. Yes, the one who was oh, fucking his cousin. Gross. That's Jonah Hill. Oh, gross. Okay. Now I know. Thanks. All right. Anyway, he got into a whole bunch of trouble for it, and then he like apologized twice. The one that I saw though was his second apology, which was I think on Jimmy Fallon's show, and you could tell by watching it that he really was sincerely sorry for what he didn't say. I'm sorry for the way that you felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't say I'm sorry that it happened this way. He said he was sorry for that he did it. He deserves everything that <laughs> comes along with it, and he wants for people to use him as an example of what not to do when you're provoked and even if he didn't mean any of that shit he apologized the way that you should apologize Mm -hmm. when you offend someone and i don't think that he's homophobic i think that he said something homophobic and that he has to deal with the consequences so all you bitches who are always backed up into corners when you say something ignorant and that you want to reach to your one to two one to three black friends or that one transgender girl that you worked with in a call center once or your gay cousin or whatever like we don't care about any of that no one is accusing you of being whatever the fuck we want you to deal with the fact that you said something you had no fucking business saying and acknowledge that you have offended people and take uh, responsibility for it so shut your ass up bitch we know that Justin Bieber ain't no damn racist Justin Bieber is probably praying that he gets revitiligo by his next Oh God! Why, Jesus? We know he's not racist, girl. Shut your ass up, bitch! Ain't nobody ask you. I don't. I have no idea, but I know Justin Bieber like put his foot in his mouth twice. Like these videos have come out twice in like two in three days. Apparently, the second one, which was far worse, far worse, far worse. Um, his camp just like I don't know if they released it or if they just said go ahead and release it. Yeah, because it's gonna come. The people who recorded it have been like 
trying to extort money from him yeah. for it, which, duh, right. but... Who wouldn't? He's just like, I'm just, you know, apparently I'm going to deal with it and I want people to see what it was and then I've come so far from there and I've learned whatever in the fucking Selena Gomez and whatever. Bye. That Jonah Hill thing reminds me of Kobe when Kobe got fined by the league because he called a ref a faggot or something like that. Um, and then he got on Twitter and he was talking about how nobody needs to use homophobic language and people need to respect each other and all this. And somebody tweeted him was like, but you called a ref a fag. And he was like, right. And you supposed to learn from that shit. Don't be like me. I said something in heat a moment that I shouldn't have said, and it doesn't make it okay. Like those, those are the kind of apologies I appreciate. I know we all fuck up, but at least acknowledge it and own it. Justin's apology, even though it was very PC and written very nicely, you could tell whoever read it, wrote it clearly gets paid a lot of money to do that. Yes. To fix up his shit, but it's still place the blame on his age or whatever 15 is too goddamn old to be going around talking about thank nigga, you nigga, nigga. thank you you, you really want us three. to believe that right. 15 years old is an age where you're so young wrong. that you don't know that that's not some shit that you're supposed to be saying you better get the fuck girl get out my goddamn face that's again you motherfuckers trying to insult our intelligence <laughs> bitch we are not stupid and neither is that young not man at all. That was dumb. Not that damn dumb. So, but I think actually this is the first time. He said he had Usher and I don't know, Dr. Dre, whoever his black friends are. Oh, they asked Usher. He had them watch the videos and then he said that Usher made him watch a bunch of like documentaries or clips of why that word is hurtful and stuff like. You really think Justin Bieber's grown ass really needed like a lesson in the pain behind the word nigga? It is not a secret. He is not stupid. But if that's what you're trying to sell us to get us to believe that he's not racist because you just saw how they hung Donald Sterling out to dry by his wrinkly ass balls, then you do what you need to do. I'm still not buying none of his goddamn music. Although that song that he has out with Migos now quietly slays. But I wish they would have given it to like Augusta or Trey Songs or one of these other R&B ghetto niggas. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, mm, just I don't. This is the first time that you and I have actually had the exact same read because that is what mine was going to be. Mm-hmm. It was going to be about this entire Justin Bieber situation, but specifically addressing the black people who are not only excusing it, but defending him like, get the fuck. Just ain't nobody got time for you niggas, but you already sat here and went through it all so thanks very much for that but if your motherfucking boss down at Aubon Pan or wherever your ass <laughs> works was to call you a nigga you Child. would be like get Jesse get Jesse get understand. Al get everybody Yanla Oprah Ananda everybody come help me because like, why they, are y'all riding for somebody racism. you don't even know like and and another thing the difference between I've seen this out a lot the difference between justin bieber and donald sterling one of many is that donald sterling was in a position of power he owned an nba team and i don't like to use the word own when talking about people but he technically owned this group of niggas who played for him so yes that was his mentality it was a right and he he was like they love me and i love them and they love playing for me that crazy old man anyway that's the only reason i'm pretty sure that sale is is on its way to being done so the only reason the clippers were not landscaping that man's yard is because it went in their goddamn that's exactly why because if he would have had them picking tulips if he could have had them picking tulips and cutting his damn grass right buffing his windows and shit they would have been doing that shit too he didn't look at them from the like he didn't he looked at it more more than just oh I own this basketball team it was like I have given these niggas opportunity and money and cars and I have made them famous and they owe me because I'm the big white hope 
That right. is not Justin Bieber's mentality, not and we all. know that. Donald Sterling is racist. Right. Whether he thinks that or I not, agree. he is racist. Justin Bieber said something racist. Both of them are going to have to deal with their own ignorances, but they're two different ignorances, if well, that makes sense. I think Justin Bieber, I don't know if Justin Bieber is racist. Or I don't not. think so. I mean, it seems to me like he could be. Two videos, just like. But I also feel like if he's on tape, you know, age you know 12, right. 13, saying nigga all over again, I feel like this is something he clearly learned at home or from his family. Like, I don't f- think he picked that up in his teenage years. The second video was apparently some comedian parodied one of his songs, which I think is called One Less Lonely Girl or something. Yeah. And the comedian changed it to One Less Lonely Nigga. Uh-huh. And he parried. No, you cannot. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't I don't personally believe that Justin Bieber is racist. But I also believe that he is old enough and smart enough and was old enough and smart enough at that time to know that he ain't have no business doing it and did anyway. And on camera, which is worse. So you definitely dumb. And so you're going to have to deal with it now. Now That alongside all of your other recent antics, like, just go. Just go. I'm quite ready for you to go. Just go. Back. I wish that this hurt his image the way it hurt Paula Deen's or Donald Sterling's, but it won't because of the kind of music he makes and the and because he, he has makes. all of these black people behind him defending it. Like what? This is not going to hurt Justin Bieber the way it hurts because he made that else. the whisper song too or whatever that girlfriend bullshit was. Where he was with what? Because he made one song with fucking Lil Wayne or something. I don't know, but he apparently had a beat or something that knocks hard enough for some of you niggas. It must have knocked your screws loose because you're using less than good yeah. judgment here. Yeah, and it's just foolish. But y'all get her out one day. Yeah. Get her out. Bye. I spray her down some Lysol. She's a germ. <laughs> On that extremely positive note, that wraps up another episode of The Read. Make sure you guys head on over to Quello. They are sponsoring today's episode, and that's com slash VIP slash The Read for a free trial to see some great full-length HD concerts and documentaries from your favorite musicians. So thanks, Quello Concerts. Anything else for you, Kit Fury? Um, I'm out here. Okay. I'm working on fun things so stay tuned okay that's if you like to have fun because i like <laughs> to have fun and this sounds very uh ominous mm, it is okay i don't know how much i can talk about but um i will be doing fun things for this area soon <laughs> Okay, I don't think that was cryptic enough. <laughs> so I guess just keep your eyes peeled for Kid Fury's fun things. Um, the Chicago show, we are giving away two free VIP tickets to the Chicago show next week. So make you are, make sure you are following us on Facebook.com slash this is the read and Twitter.com slash this is the read. Head to this is the read.com to see every episode and what bios and links and all kinds of great, wonderful things on our website. And that wraps it up for me. What are you? What is Chicago like? What are we? They're going to tell us what we should do when we get there. That's one of the things I always <laughs> love about going to new cities that we've never been or that I've never been to. Yeah. Is being like, oh, you have to go do this. You have to go do this. You have to go do this. So usually, um, people that know me direct me towards the food and i appreciate that so much um because you understand the way that i live my life so what do we eat right oh when i ask what to do in chicago i really mean have you had chicago style pizza 
No. It's very different. It's really like it's more like a pie than it is like traditional pizza. I mean, but it's deep on another level, my nigga. Like it's it's like all the toppings and stuff are on the bottom and then the sauce is on the top so it's like really red when you see it and you're like what the fuck is this but it's interesting like i liked it when i tried it so maybe you'll like it and then they have that popcorn up there uh i think it's called garrett's popcorn that they're kind of legendary for oh yeah i've heard of that you chicagoans should let us know even though i am eating i'm still on my clean eating bullshit so i might have to get some look i've tried some green popcorn or whatever i have tried very very hard I've tried very hard, and I actually lost five pounds. Oh, look at you! I did go. So I didn't. We'll see how long that <laughs> takes. Uh, I mean, how long that lasts. Might gain that right back in Chicago. Um. So. All right. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm I'm trying. I've got my new scale, and I'm making an honest effort Fit. to eat better, sexy. And now that I have seen a little bit of um change yeah i see it you look nice girl please no i'm serious like all in your arms and everything i told you this other day you starting to look a little a little buff swole in the arm area i could see it i'm just saying i could tell you've been working on it okay well hey <laughs> we'll see what happens get chose summer 2014 i see it well i guess that's the show all right we will see you guys next week bye Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.